Welcome to Your Parenting is Showing, a podcast about what happens when your nice, smooth, professional front is upended by your parenting backstage in pandemic time. Where two so-called experts bring their friends on to talk about their own pandemic parenting wins and blunders, highs and lows, or as we used to say when our kids were little, popsicles and poopsicles. I'm Ellen. I'm a child psychologist in Boston. And I'm Molly, a local church pastor in Berkeley, California. And together we wrote a parenting book aiming to blend the best of child psychological science with a progressive Christian wisdom. To guide our parenting on both the easy days and the really, really messy ones, from toddler to teen and beyond. Hi, Mal. Hi, Al. So, I'm pretty good. This is our first good. official episode, I guess. It is. Yay. We joined so. the many billions of people who have a podcast. <laughs> Self-produced. Um, hi, hi, Claudia. That's Ellen's mom. Yes, she, she does. She listens and watches everything we do. <laughs> it's so true. She may be our only listener for this initial broadcast, but hopefully hey. others will join. Hey, if we're only going to have one, she's the one. Yeah, it's true. She's always supportive. Um, so yeah, so we're planning on inviting friends of ours, a lot of whom will be experts in some field of uh, parenting or child development and others who are friends of ours that are experts in all other kinds of areas to talk about their pandemic parenting, the backstage. Yeah. When, you know, sort of their, their Jeffrey Tubin moments, but applied to parenting. Is it too <laughs> soon to say that? When we show our asses, let's just say it like that. There we go. So yeah. So how about you, Molly? What would you say yeah, has been kind of a poopsicle and a popsicle of pandemic parenting for you? Well, gosh, there's so many. So I'll just go not very far back in time um, to, I think it was 10 days ago. And my church is all virtual still because um, even though my people are very liberal, COVID wise, they're very conservative, which is good. And we are doing a mix of pre-recorded church and also having a live person. So that Sunday, I was the live person broadcasting from my living room. And I am very lucky and blessed that my 14-year-old Carmen, who's such a church nerd, um, is eager to help every week. She keeps track of the comments on Facebook and brings, you know, carries Aww. the laptop over me so I can read prayer requests. And she's my literal amen corner. And this one Sunday, I was doing the welcome live to, you know, a couple hundred people at least, um, plus it's recorded for later. And I looked, I, I needed her attention, but I didn't want to sort of break character. And she was right. on her phone instead of watching the feed. And then I did break character and I said, except, you know, Carmen, whose attention I'm trying to get is on her phone. And it, I meant it to be playful, but it shamed her so much. Mm, and called her out. I called her out in front of all her whole church. And it was, I didn't mean to be mean. It's just one of those dumb things that came out of my mouth. But um, it was really unfair of me because she was there helping me. And I found out later what she was doing on her phone was she had been given uh, an invitation for confirmation class later that day to look for an image, a photo on her in her photo library that looked like God to her. So she was actually doing her church homework. Oh. As she was helping me. Which made me feel even worse. And she was multi church tasking. She was multi churching. And, uh, you know, it's so many of us pastors who are also parents, um, we forget that our kids are not our props. You know, we don't, we don't mm. mean to 
but it's such a tense, it's such a hard job and it's even harder in pandemic. And mm. we don't have, you know, hair and makeup pr- crews and production assistants. And so a lot of us have pressed our families into service. And we forget that they're just people with their own needs and wants, and this is not yeah. their job. And anyhow, I was I was properly shamed by that. Yeah. So fessing up. That's but my principle. Yeah, but I think so many people can can learn from that right now because, you know, we've talked about this before, even pre-pandemic, you didn't get the same boundaries between your personal and professional life that most of us do. I mean, when we met, you were living right next door to the church and, you know, your kids come and go and are there all the time and your parishioners all know them and see their, their good moments and not so good moments. And Um, but we're all feeling that, right? Because we're all, so many of us are virtual now and and our kids are on display in a way that they haven't been before. And we feel that same pressure that they somehow reflect on us, not even just as parents, but as professionals, right? right. That, like if they're not behaving, then I must be a bad parent, but maybe also, you know, a bad um, employee because I'm not able to focus on my work and get my kids under control so I can focus. I mean, I think so many people are feeling that. That is so true. And I say, you know, I, I say dumb things sometimes when I'm live, you know, I do it all the time because a professional <laughs> public speaker. But what what was under that, I think, was that little bit of shame, like my kid is not, you mm-hmm. know, being the good doobie that you all have come to expect her to be. And right. thank God she's not. Thank God she is human and frail. And not that she was even being frail in that moment or letting me down. Um, we all just need room to be fully human. So And, and fully ourselves. She's her own yeah. self, right? She's her own self. You. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how about you, Elle? What, what you got? Oh, it's probably, it's almost more of a recurring poopsicle, I would say. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep pooping like the same poopsicle. Un- like keep my pooping incontinent the senior dog every exactly. morning. I wake up to his little poopsicle <laughs> on the kitchen floor. Yeah, I think what's so hard for me right now is, and especially maybe less so now because my kids are actually in hybrid school, so they do get out of the house some of the time, but especially at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, when everybody was home all the time, and I had to switch to an all virtual practice um, and take on more patients because so many people were struggling. Um, I kept sort of replaying in my mind this story that a friend of mine tells about how when he was growing up, his mom was a counselor and she worked for an after-school hotline for latchkey kids. You were probably, I was a latchkey mm-hmm. kid. I'm sure you were yeah, a latchkey kid. And so this was a hotline that latchkey kids who came home at sort of the end of the day by themselves could call for a company or to have an adult to talk to. And his joke is that on occasion, if, if he needed his mom after school, he had to call the latchkey kid hotline because she was working <laughs> the latchkey kid hotline and he was a latchkey kid because she was working the hotline. And I think about that that story all the time because I do often feel like, gosh, am I missing my own kids growing up? Am I neglecting yeah. them at the cost of, you know, giving all my attention to the kids and the teenagers and the families that I work with? Um, and yeah. it's just been so heightened. So my home office has this window on the side. 
that people can't see on the, the Zoom screen, but my youngest knows that if he needs me when I'm in a session, he needs to go to that window and sort of mouth, are you on the phone? Are you on a session? <laughs> um, and I'm often kind of like waving him away underneath the screen and trying to look like I'm still fully attentive to my clients on the Zoom and not looking out the window to see, are you bleeding? Is something broken? Like, if it's not, then you got to go. Like, no, too bad. Like, you're on your own. Go find your brother. Go find your dad. Fend for yourself. Um, and it's it's recurring. I mean, it happens all the time. And it's it's been hard. It's been hard. I think I just feel like I'm not, you know, it's that heightened sense of I'm not being the best parent I could be, and I'm not being the best professional I could be. And not that yeah. that's a new feeling, you know, I had that feeling pre pandemic, for sure. But it's been hard. And I and I just worry sometimes that they might resent me or resent my work, because it took so much of my attention away from them when they were growing up, and not just yeah. attention away from them, I don't know, to, you know, um, solve world hunger, but to help other kids who were dealing with yeah. all the same things that they're dealing with right now. Yeah. And our kids are dealing with so much. Have you asked them if they feel that way ever? No, I don't think I really have. Yeah. I think you could, I think you could ask them and yeah. you've, you've raised two beautiful boys who have a really stable sense of self, like they have enough self to tell you the truth if they feel that way. And even if they do feel that way, they also have enough compassion and appreciation for you that they can probably take a wider view and say, you know, sometimes I really do miss you. Sometimes I come and and knock on the window and it's so wonderful that you have a ritual for that, that you have, <laughs> you literally have transparency and a, a means for them to at least get some access to you. Um, even if they do feel that way, sometimes I, I, I bet they can take the wider frantically waving them away <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Air traffic controlling. Mm -hmm. um, I, I bet they, in the widest sense, appreciate what you do and how you relieve the suffering, not, you know, how you help not just them, but so many people's children. But yeah, gosh, I hope so. Well, and it brings up, but, but yeah, well, and it brings up such a good point, right? Sometimes, well, first of all, part of the reason we wrote the book, part of the reason we're doing this podcast is because we're not always good at taking our own, our own advice. And yeah, we write about that a lot, that we should <laughs> right. have these conversations with our kids. We should ask them the questions. We should get their input, but I haven't done that yeah. yet. So I should probably do that well, as a that's, parenting you know, expert. That's why we have each other, right? You remind me exactly. to do the things that I preach for other people. You are, I know. You, you give you give me the grace I offer others. So Aww. you know, if that's yeah. all we do in this space is give each other grace and a little little bit of perspective and a little a little loving nudge, um, it's enough. And laugh along the way. Yeah, have to laugh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, go crazy. Yeah. Yes. I'm super excited for this because I'm excited to bring other people into the conversation too and hear from them about their wins and losses and what they're learning about their kids and about themselves and about their parenting in this pandemic time when just everything feels so heightened and, and um, frankly, often kind of scary for our kids. Yeah. And just to get a little oxygen in the room, you know, like, even though 
we know we should turn to friends and others when we're struggling. So often we don't. Um, so often we wait until it's all figured out and then tell the story, you know, in a funny way with the resolution. But we can talk to each other when we're still in the messy middle. Yeah. Yeah. We are all still in the messy middle. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like quite literally, we're, we're probably less than halfway through this pandemic, to be right. honest. So, right. We so more to learn. Let's, let's call in, call in our team. Yeah, I can't wait to get started and talk to more folks. Yeah. And talk to you so, too more, of course. I know. I mean, I know I can always text or call you, but it's nice that we have an official way of working through our stuff. So what do we want to ask uh, Claudia <laughs> <laughs> or anyone else who might be listening? About um, her gran- grandparenting wins and losses? Yeah. Well, anyone who's listening, comment on how this landed for you, what you'd like to see um, as we sort of make our way through this wilderness, what you'd like to hear, who who you'd like to hear from, um, and tell us your own stories. We'd love yeah, to know. Definitely. Any topics you're, you're curious about or want us to talk about or bring folks on to talk about, um, we're open. <laughs> <laughs>